0: Here is uh, my friend Vicki Palatino. Vicki, good morning.
1: Good morning, Sid, and thank you for that lead-in. Uh, let me just say this. Uh, Vicky didn't go all out. Let's, let, let's make this very, very clear. Uh, Vicki worked with extremely limited resources, and uh, I, too, like Mozzie. I mean, nice woman, uh, absolutely. Uh, we're running an unknown against a, what I consider in Tom Swazi an incumbent, well-known name, been around forever here in this part of the district and on Long Island. Uh, And to say it was a poor choice, absolutely. Am I beholding to a machine? Ha, never, won't ever happen, never. So uh, did I try to do something, hearing, you know, Republican candidate? Absolutely. Did I see her as a flawed candidate? Uh, I would say my chances for Mozzie were, uh, when, especially when I saw the ground game going on here in Queens, was she's not going to do it here. Just not going to do it. So I, uh, I don't want to disappoint anybody, but anybody who knows who I am knows where I stand with things and know that I never, ever, ever, I do things my way. That's the way I do things.
0: Just yeah. so you know, that person just texted me and said, please make it clear again how much I love Vicky. And I don't think she's beholden Aww. to the machine. But but no. the person, you know, it just, it just seemed that way because uh, of the of work course. that you did. But I know this. When Santos came on with me yesterday, and he comes yeah. on all the time, um, yes. you got wind of that. And as far as I know, and if I'm wrong, correct me, you got wind that Santos was coming on with me. You reached out to my producer and said, I want to come on and talk about Santos. Is that true?
1: I didn't say I want to talk about Santos. I want to talk about the race. You You know, uh, I knew him as Anthony back in the day when I met him in 2018. Uh, And, you know, he was fine. And then everybody was shocked by what happened when he ran for Congress. But, look, let's be very, very clear here. Uh, I think, and I said it on election night, you know, I really think he – I did not know this backstory. About uh, Esposito putting his name out there. You know, Sid, I'm so busy with New York City politics. It's really rough for me to try to keep up with federal stuff. And
0: that's why you listen to me every morning.
1: There you go, Sid. (laughs) Exactly 100%. But I will say this I was troubled uh, right out of the gate that they couldn't keep him there and that we couldn't have a real election uh, come November. He had already said that he wasn't going to run again in November. So why not find an excellent candidate, which, by the way, people were screaming at me, run, run, you could beat this, you could beat Tom, run. Why don't you run for Congress? And I said, I won't do that because I just won by a landslide and I'm not going to disappoint the people who put me into office to stand up for them here in District 19. Uh, However, go back to Santos, I think he should have stayed in the seat. Why, Absolutely. why
0: don't you think he did? I mean, again, why would you risk? We have a razor thin. Uh,
1: exactly, 100%.
0: So what, 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 do you think? What do you think the motivation was for Despacito and Lolita and to a certain extent King and Cairo and all these folks? I mean, is it that we're morally better? Because I hate to tell you, you can't be morally better and win in politics uh, at the same
1: time. <laughs> that's exactly right. Sinoxy moron, 100%. No. Uh, you know what? I don't know. I will say this, I never knew the uh, Nassau GOP until this race. Never knew them. I'd never been introduced to uh, D'Esposito, Loyola, all these people you're talking about. I only met for the first time. Peter King and I have become good friends, and I value Peter. Uh, You know, I don't care what people say. Uh, Peter's a great guy. Uh, Joe Cairo, uh, met him, talked to him through this campaign. Uh, Again. It wasn't, um, you know, I never saw an apparatus quite like that because we don't have one of those here in Queens. Right. We don't. Right. They have an apparatus. Yeah. And, uh, for whatever reasons, they did what they did. I did not know that the Esposito led the charge to get rid of Anthony. I didn't know that. Um, I, I did not know the inner workings of the Nassau GOP at all. Yeah. So, uh, to be a part of, what I thought was going to be a short and sweet run, but little or no uh, resources here in Queens. I quickly got the wind in my own brain because I, I determine what I do. Uh, And, uh, you know, we did one rally and uh, my foot soldiers, there were no place for them to go to pick up what they needed to push her name out. So slowly I was getting, you know, in my own mind, being a full-time councilwoman, tried, urged them, if they want to really win in Queens, this is what they need to do. And it wasn't followed through on. No. So, you know, the lousy 6,000 votes she took from here or whatever it was, it doesn't lay at my doorstep at all. And I won't, you know, it's it's what they did. So now we got to think about going forward. Well, hold
0: on. Let me stop you right there. Let me stop you. So, so it sounds to me. And the reason why people love you is because you're a beautiful woman, but you've got a set of balls. I mean it's two thousand twenty four. Exactly, exactly. Right. So exactly. it sounds to me like you're placing the blame on her lack of success in Queens on that Long Island machine.
1: Without a doubt. Wow. Wow. And I don't mean to be disrespectful. And Joe and Peter, if you're listening to this, because I know you know I was going on the air with this morning. I told you a hundred times. And I said what we needed to do. So I don't know why they, I, I my exact words were, every time I turn around, I bump into Tom Swazzy. <laughs> so, uh, it's true. You know, he, was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was everywhere yeah, in yeah. my district he because was. when he ran against, uh, Anthony in 2020, uh, this area went navy blue. Uh, when I ran, it went ruby red. Right. And when you right. say this, and I say it with a full heart, and I thank you for, uh, You know, thinking my name was going to carry uh, a candidate. My name without a ground game wasn't going to do anything when you put her up against an incumbent. The other thing I want to say is this, Tom Swazi, and let me be extremely clear on this to everybody out there. He ran on Republican messaging.
0: Yes, he did. In fact, uh, the the House, the leader of the House, Mike Johnson, said he sounded more like a Republican than Marcy.
1: Thank you. (laughs) And that's all I kept saying was listen to what he's doing. Listen to what he's saying. Now, I, as the city councilwoman, uh, you know what, Tom? And you know it. I will hold your hand over the fire. I will be the first one to call you out. As soon as you cannot and step back on what you said, because I'm going to hold you true to everything you did and said. And if you don't, you're going to have me and the constituents of this district to answer to, because you will not if they unless they don't put up a good candidate again, if you will have me to answer to. And I will tell you, because everybody who voted for me voted for Swazi, my Democrat friends. They went out and they voted for Swazi. They did not vote for Mozzie. And uh, when I heard him talk, I said, oh, really? Mm, Very interesting. Now, I'm watching uh, yesterday, but it was early this morning, The Five on Fox. Yeah. And the girl, Jessica, the one that's liberal, more liberal, or the liberal on the panel there around the table. And uh, I hear her say exactly what I just said to you. Listen to the messaging that these Democrats are putting out now. They sound like Republicans. No, they do. Yeah, Swazi talked about... That's the only way they're going to win. Of
0: course. Swazi talked about Biden and shutting down the border and all that stuff. One more in the next 60 seconds. You know, Peter King uh, is a dear friend of mine. I mean, I I said... Mine, too. Yeah, Yeah. we go out for dinner with him and Rosemary, the kids, all that. I love Peter. I love Peter King. But nobody took more abuse... ...on my social media yesterday than Pete. I'm going to tell Pete this tomorrow when he's on, maybe later today when I call him. Because I guess he was on with John and Rita yesterday afternoon. And he was placing some of the reason for Mozzie's loss on Trump. And people listening listen to this show know that Peter, while he did vote for Trump in the past... Has not been very pro Trump on this show. He's, you know, he's like, ah, he, he's too divisive. I like his policies, blah, blah, blah. He's been promoting DeSantis. He said now, if Trump is the last standing Republican, I'll vote for him. But he's been anything but pro Trump on this show over the last year. And listeners are telling me that he blamed the loss yesterday on Donald Trump. Let me just say this. Why? Don't do that. If you're Long Island or you're Peking or anybody else, Don't, it's nice and easy to say, oh, Donald Trump and, you know, he was yelling about Monty saying, but the last thing you want to do, if you want to win a Republican election anywhere, is start blaming Donald Trump.